77 miles, one plant. Bees are fish? Welcome to Nickback News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And my story today is world news. It's also kind of like science news, but I don't know. World science. World science, yes. This is from the BBC. And the headline is, World's Biggest Plant Discovered Off of Australian Coast. We found it, finally. The largest plant in the world. I think we would have already, because it's so big. Well, I don't know if you uh, spoil if you saw this at all in, know, in I, the news. You didn't. Okay, no. so I'll explain why we didn't know this before. So using genetic testing, scientists have discovered that a large underwater meadow of seagrass off the coast of Western Australia is actually one plant. <laughs> One giant grass. Mm-hmm. It is now considered the largest known plant on Earth, covering about 77 square miles. Whoa. <laughs> That's roughly three times the size of Manhattan. The plant is believed to have spread from a single seed over at least 4,500 years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's It's wild. like one grass thing that just kept spreading in space a single a singular grass that just kept spreading and spreading and spreading and spreading um the research team that published on this stumbled upon the discovery by accident in shark bay australia almost 500 miles north of perth they had set out to understand the genetic diversity of this seagrass species. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, also known as ribbon weed, I guess, um, which is it's commonly found uh, along parts of Australia's coast. So, like, there's other parts of Australia where this is found, okay. and there's this giant meadow here, and they just went there, and they're like, let's look at the genetic diversity in this giant meadow of seagrass. Um, so they collected shoots from across the bay all over the place and examined... 18,000 genetic markers Whoa. to create a fingerprint from each sample that they took. And um, they thought they were going to see how many variations of plants were in the meadow, and it was all one plant. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just they're think just is like, so funny. The data's coming in. They're like, wait, a, this, this can't be right. Yeah, like, yeah, they're like, what are we doing wrong? We're doing something <laughs> something's wrong. Something's wrong. We clearly mixed up something, or we yeah. checked the same sample again. Like, yeah, then it's like, wait, oh, yeah, check that. These first two samples are the same. Check the, the third one. Oh, that one's the same. Uh, wait, is there, is there equipment right? Put some other random thing in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's different. Okay. Uh, All right, put this back in. Oh, right. it's the same. What? Yeah. yeah. So they, yeah. And so they're, I get, because it's all connected. The grass is all, like, mm-hmm. connected. We're all connected. So. <laughs> <laughs> to this grass. Um, We're part of it, too. <laughs> so it's just a one giant seagrass. One big grass. Have they and checked the other seagrass in other areas to confirm that it's not also part of the seagrass? <laughs> Unknown. That was not uh, specified. I think they probably should. Article. Maybe it just has a big underwater root. Just how awesome would that be if, if it's they all were like, the same. if it's literally all the same? They're like, how is this even connected over here? How did it get over here? And it's just like somehow like it's underneath the gra- there's like a tunnel. And there's grass under there. It's like, how does it? How is it even getting light? I, from how the other, does it grow? from the rest of its body, <laughs> yeah. it's all the same um, grass. Something that this article actually noted is one of the one of the reasons this was so surprising is because the area that this grass is in actually has like a bunch of different environments in it. Like it's not all the same. Like you know, with, like within reason. Of, or yes, something? Yeah. yeah. It's like different biomes and different like temperatures of the huh. the water. I, I guess so. 
they just think it's kind of amazing that the that one plant can yeah. just be thriving in all all that variation. Huh. Yeah. Very hardy grass. Mm-hmm. Just a single hardy grass. Just a, sing, <laughs> just a big old hardy grass. <laughs> My story is animal news. <laughs> And this is from Reuters and also my dad. Uh, the headline is, bees are, quote, fish under California Endangered Species Act. I need to know more about this. Yeah. So this is a, like, the, the whole story here is like a court case. And basically oh. a court found that under, like, existing California law, bees can be protected as fish. And it's, but it's. I'll I'll explain it. It's <laughs> okay. it's 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 kind of less weird, honestly, once you understand where they're coming from. Okay. Um. So they said bumblebees are eligible for protection as endangered or threatened fish under California law. Again, fish is in quotes every single time I say it. I, so I'm just going to get that out of the way. Um. <laughs> so this is according to a state appeals court held. Uh, they. This is like a win for environmental groups in the state's Fish and Game Commission. Uh, the Sacramento-based California Court of Appeals reversed a lower court's ruling on Tuesday for seven agricultural groups who argued that the California Endangered Species Act uh, expressly protects only birds, mammals, fish, amphibians, reptiles, and plants, uh, but not insects. So that was what this like group of like agricultural companies, which it's kind of weird to me that they would be fighting against this. Like I realize it's probably yeah. because they want to use like certain fertilizers and chemicals and stuff that's like a threat to them or something but like but if you bees, don't have bees you don't have agriculture the declining bee population is a threat to them yeah right. like why so it would doesn't, they that i didn't really understand wow. um and they weirdly didn't get into that at all in this article but mm. they're just kind of stating the facts i guess which is the point of journalism um so <laughs> yes it is um so the in the like opinion uh, what, what's the opinion that's like the one that wins <laughs> i can't the, because um, I know it's dissenting it's the, opinion yeah, for the, the other the one. Dissent, and then that I, I always want to say consent. But that's not what it is. It's, it's the consent. The consent consensus. Consensus opinion is that that sounds right. We'll say that's right. Do you want me to look it up really quick? Uh, sure. If, well, while I read it, if you want to look up, um, so the consensus opinion, which is what we're calling it for now, um, while fish is commonly understood to refer to aquatic species, the term of art employed by the legislature is not so limited. Um, Associate Justice Ronald Roby wrote for the appeals court. Um, so the act itself does not define fish, but the law is part of the California Fish and Game Code, and the code's definition includes any mollusk, crustacean, invertebrate, or amphibian. Um, so like this is what they wrote in the opinion. Like Basically, under this law, fish technically just means any mollusk, crustacean, invertebrate, or amphibian, and insects happen to be invertebrates so oh that's how they get away with it basically okay but like technically under the law they're talking when they talk about fish they're referring to like the specific code it's very technical <laughs> like it's very technically a fish but it's not it's just an invertebrate protected under the law did you find what we were yeah, looking for i'm looking i feel like it's just called like the majority opinion majority opinion yeah i've heard that okay that sounds right all right because that I couldn't. I'm not. It's unclear if that's an official term or if that's just more of like a, a casual term. term. Is yeah, that but the word? Colloqui- <laughs> colloquialism. I don't think that's what it is. But nope. No. Um, 
<laughs> a I, layman's term. A layman's that, that's term. That's what I'm actually a layman's think, term. To to. Yes, yeah. that. That is, is unclear big, to me right now, but I think we can call it a majority opinion. Yeah, this is a big episode for vocabulary. <laughs> um, so uh, the justice, and again, the opinion said all those categories encompass terrestrial and aquatic species, and they pointed out that the legislature has already approved the listing of at least one land-based mollusk. <laughs> so, <laughs> ha-ha, got ha-ha. Em. <laughs> um So accordingly, a terrestrial invertebrate, like each of the four bumblebee species, uh, may be listed as an endangered or threatened species, which is also written in the opinion. Um, So uh, Matthew Sanders of Stanford Law School's Environmental Law Clinic hailed the decision as a win for the bumblebees, all imperiled invertebrates in California, and for the California Endangered Species Act. Um, And he Mm -hmm. was, I guess he was the lawyer that had represented... um, the people who wanted to get these bumblebees added to the endangered species list. Uh, he had petitioned the fish and game their His clients had petitioned the fish and game commission to add uh crotch's bumblebee, Franklin's bumblebee, suckly cuckoo bumblebee. What? And, and, <laughs> and, and Western bumblebee uh, to the state's endangered species list back in 2018. Um, yeah, one of them is called the Suckley Cuckoo Bumblebee, which is, I've never heard that before. I've never heard of most of these, except I guess the West. I, I, I guess, don't even know if I've heard of the West. I haven't heard just, of the other ones either, but um, that one's very funny. That's very, it's a very funny name. Uh, so the commission immediately designated all four as candidate species, which did provide them with some interim protections while it considered whether to list them as endangered. Um, but with this ruling, they're eligible for, for full protection under the Endangered Species Act in California. So. Nice. The bees will be protected. That's is, great. Which is good for everyone. We should it all is. want the bees to be okay. We should all want the bees to be protected. Not the yellow jackets. Those can die. But <laughs> bees. Yellow jackets and wasps. They're awful. I hate them. They don't do anything. Bees. We need bees. We need all the bees we can keep. All right. It's time for breaking news. The part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today or were just posted today and we read them to you on the fly. Suckly cuckoo bumblebee. <laughs> Ready, set, go! Okay, um, this is from Delish.com. I love Delish.com. <laughs> but this is, it's a breaking news, but it actually applies to this Friday when our episode is coming out, actually. Ah. Uh, it's National Donut Day. And any place that sells don't not any place, but many places that sell donuts are just giving away free donuts. And some of them need like require some type of purchase and some of them don't. What? Yeah. So I'm going to wait. Let me find out which one it was. So uh, if you have a duck donuts near you, you can get a free cinnamon sugar donut in store. No purchase necessary. Like you just show up and get a free donut. I think we have a duck donuts near us. Do we? I've never been, so. if we have. Yeah. Uh, well, they're giving I'll away you free <laughs> cinnamon sugar donuts. Yeah, we can look that up. Uh, at Dunkin', you can get one with a pur- purchase of a beverage. Uh, let's see, Krispy Kreme. You need to purchase a dozen donuts and you get... Wait a minute. What? Wait, you have to purchase a dozen donuts and you get one free? <laughs> yeah, I think that that's what... Wait a minute, no. That's so weird because Krispy Kreme is often very generous with free donuts. I, I, like. I take it back. I misread I misread oh, okay. it. I misread it. If you purchase a dozen donuts, you can get a second dozen donuts for a dollar. Okay. Or you can just get a free donut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Ship. Okay, moving on. I'm st- moving okay, on. yeah, okay. Let's move on. I'm a little hung up on that one, but it's fine. We can it's move on. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. Shipley Donuts, which I've not heard of no. before, is just giving away a free glazed donut. You don't have to buy anything. Um, and then let's see. Tim Hortons, uh, if you're a rewards member, you can get a free donut. Um, if you If you purchase a donut... In the certain day time window of a couple of days, then you get a coupon for a free donut. Oh, so like interesting. That's a that one's like a roundabout. Yeah, roundabout. Can I, can I sign up to be a rewards member when I purchase that first donut? Probably. Yeah, they're probably just trying to get people to be rewards members. That's, that's true. what that is. Yeah, that's the actual goal. Yeah, um, and then and then Seven Eleven Speedway and Stripes. Um, you can buy one get one free. Okay. There this weekend, so not even just Friday, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So. Lots of donut seems, opportunities. Yeah. Um, Seems like a good weekend so yeah. if you want a donut. Yeah. Okay, so for my breaking news, I, I don't have a story. I just want to talk about something that happened today that okay. was some Pokemon-related news. So oh. some people have probably turned off the podcast already, so uh, I'll let them... Well, they're gone already, so <laughs> it's, just, it's just us, the people who care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I for sure care so yeah if you're no, with I'm, us still i hope you care yeah as well. i mean yeah i was you know i get excited about this kind of thing yeah so the next generation of pokemon was announced a few months ago it's called scarlet pokemon scarlet and pokemon violet and they're coming out november 18th of this year i somehow missed that okay yeah well i don't you, know how you were probably busy oh wait yes wait <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious i was like i wonder how i missed that. oh yeah wait um i was in the middle of my maternity leave okay yeah, uh, <laughs> you were that's probably, probably not the first thing on your mind um <laughs> yeah. but yeah so they got announced a little while ago and we knew we learned about like the three starter pokemon that you get sprigatito fuecoco or quaxley who are a grass cat a fire crocodile and a water duck um I recommend looking them up. They're pretty cute. Um, today, they announced some more things about it. It's going to be a big open world game. Up to four oh. people can like play at the same time. Ooh. Apparently, it's not. There weren't a whole lot of details on that, but they showed like four people running around the world at the same time. So that seems huh. kind of cool. That's like a first for the series as well. Um, and uh, they announced like five new Pokemon. Uh, and the, the honestly, the main reason I want to talk about this is because one of them is a small, like, boar pig type little Pokemon, and its name is LeChonk. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yes! Its name is LeChonk. <gasps> it is a little pig named LeChonk, and it makes me so happy. <laughs> I want it! It's very cute, too. LeChonk. and Yeah. So apparently, so it's... It hasn't been, like, um, explicitly reported, but, like, the game seemed to take place in a region inspired by, like, Spain and Portugal, like, the Iberian Peninsula, that area. Um, And uh, apparently, like, Lechon actually means, like, like small boar or something. Uh, And it's also, like, a way of preparing pork, in that area. Hmm. So it's like, it's beyond just being a cute name. It's actually like referencing. That's like, really cool. Like that area's cuisine. Yeah. But it's called Lechonk. And I think that's Lechonk. just amazing. Um, one of the other Pokemon that was announced is an olive Pokemon, like the veg- 
apple fruit. I guess it's a fruit technically, the olive. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's uh, and its name is Smoliv. <laughs> yes, because it's a small oh. olive, and it's that. I think that's also a great name. Smoliv. Um, there's also some electric thing. It's like a mouse. I don't know. I didn't like that one. And then they also <laughs> announced like the two big like legendary Pokemon, like the ones oh, that appear okay. on the box art for these yeah. two games. I don't. Their names are like. I should have written this down. Um, I think it's like Koridon and Miraidon or something like that, or Kodaidon. I don't remember for sure. Basically, they're big lizard-looking things. One's like looks like it's based on the past, and one looks like it's based on like technology in the future, which oh. seems like it might be kind of a theme too with these games. Is like different past like, and future. Yeah, like each each game features a different Pokemon professor that's like leading, like which is unusual for the games. They all have a Pokemon professor, but. These oh wait, you mean one like one. this one? The pair have different ones. Mm-hmm. So oh, Pokemon Scarlet has a professor who look like her outfit seems to be based on like basically like a caveman outfit, and the in Pokemon Violet's professor he like is wearing like a cybernetic suit kind of looking thing. Oh, like so it kind of seems like Scarlet's going to be like past Violet's going to be future, and maybe there will be something around that. Like past games have had that like different teams like Ruby and Sapphire had like team magma and team aqua okay. in like each game and like one wanted to make more land and one wanted to make more ocean so i'm yeah speculating that it'll be like one wants to go to the past one wants to go to the future <laughs> or something i yeah, i don't know if that'll like, be if they haven't re- they haven't revealed any real story details like that but it does these are just all things that people are speculating but yeah have did you look up lechonk i did look up lechonk <laughs> I love Lechonk. Lechonk is, he's like just a little round piggy guy. He's <laughs> very cute. I'm seeing these headlines. There's a Polygon headline right now. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's new hog Lechonk is already a fan favorite. Yep. <laughs> yep. We love Lechonk. Lechonk. Smoliv is also, seems to be doing, doing pretty well. Um, Smoliv. Which, yeah, so I don't know. Cute. I just, again, I, I mostly wanted to talk about this because of LeChonk, but I'm also just excited for these <laughs> games. And it's really cool that they're coming out, like, in November of this year. Yeah, that's it's, pretty, like, not that soon, actually, from, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of Pokemon games have come out, so they must. Yeah, they're really cranking I mean, them out lately. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's not just they me, only, right? They released, like, um, Pokemon Legends Arceus, which was, I think, in January of yeah, this year. Yeah, And then in November of last year, they released remakes of Diamond and Pearl. Um, so there's been a lot of games yeah. recently. Like, big Pokemon games, so. And then there was the big Pokemon Snap last mm-hmm. year. That was last year, right? I think so. Yeah. The last two years, it's kind of... Everything's blurred. switch. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not 100% sure if um, it was 2020 or 2021, but... Yeah, yeah, that also was a that was also a reason. That's game. cool. That's exciting. That's exciting. I, I, I'm looking forward to more of these like open world type Pokemon games because yeah. I think that it's just really fun to play. Well, that's that like way. yeah, Pokemon Legends was like that, the one that was released in January, and it seems like they're maybe adapting some of the elements of that for okay. this game, which I would be in favor of because I really liked, I really enjoyed that game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I have to go watch this. Uh, if they had like a, did they have like a reveal video or it was something? Like a, yeah, like a three-minute trailer that they released today that included that and some more information. Gotcha. Like, yeah, I will have to watch that later. Yes. So that's that's us nerding out about Pokemon for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bearing with us. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday, and as always, links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. 
You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews, on Twitter at at knickknacknews, and on Instagram at knickknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.